This episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast is brought to you by Sea Dick Run. Sea Dick Run has all of your winter running needs. As we see the seasons change, so does your need for apparel and good running shoes. And don't forget the accessories from a wide variety of brands like Asics, New Balance, Mizuno, you name it. The list goes on. Hoka, I could just keep going. There's going to be a shoe that's right for you. And as far as all the warm weather gear goes, hats, gloves, sweaters, vests, you name it, you're going to find it down at Cedic Run. I have some gear that has lasted me a long time. I got this Brooks running vest a few years ago. It's been a lifesaver. So if you need something like that for your running wardrobe collection, head downtown, go to SDR, and go on a Thursday night. Get some gear, then stick around for the Rhombus Run. That's right, on every Thursday night, you can meet up with a group of runners right at Sea Dick Run. You're going to go for a short jog. You can go as far as you want, as fast or as slow as you want. And then you're going to come back and have a free beer at Rhombus Brewery. So don't miss that opportunity. It's great. Any chance you get to go down to Sea Dick Run, take advantage of it because you're going to love your experience there. That's Sea Dick Run, where life and running intersect. On this episode of the podcast, we get to sit down with North Dakota Class A girls champ, Jalen Ogle. Just a few weeks ago, Jalen won the Class A Girls Cross Country Championship meet in dominating fashion. It was her first state title, the first state title in the Class A running scene for Watford City, and it was an awesome end to an almost flawless season. Just today, she committed to Mississippi State University, where she's going to get to run collegiately with her older sister, Haley. Now, Jalen got to share some great insight with us as far as what it took to win her state title, how she bounced back from a tough WDA meet right before the state meet, and how she's going to spend her winter break preparing for the upcoming track season. We are super excited that you're going to get this podcast. It's the second part of our state championship series. If you haven't already gone back, take a listen to our episode with Brady Corsmo, or as we like to call him around here, Gravy Corsmo, Austin Warner, and Bryn Hansen, our other North Dakota state cross-country champions. That was a great episode as well. You'll get to hear their takes on their seasons, what it took to become a state champion, and awesome chance to get to hear about the up-and-coming running scene. So since that episode, Austin committed to North Dakota State University. So shout out to you, Austin. Super excited for you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. More than you really know. Uh, it takes a lot of work to get this podcast going. And we love bringing you the episodes. It's getting harder and harder with different life commitments that we have going on. But we really love to do our best to cover the North Dakota track and cross-country season. And we hope that you're getting an opportunity to really enjoy the content that we're putting out. So if you like this, tell your friends about it. Like us on our social media pages. Follow us. Give us some love, uh, whether it's a follow or whatever that might be. And just thank you again so much. We really appreciate it. So without further ado... Let's dive into the latest episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson. And I'm your other host, Cameron Ray. And today we are hanging out with the newly minted Class A Girls Cross Country Champion, Jalen Ogle. 
Jalen's a senior from Watford City. She had a phenomenal season, just about went undefeated. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, and it all culminated in her first state cross-country championship. So, Jalen, welcome to the Prairie Track and Field podcast for the first time. Thank you. Yeah, we missed you the other week with our other state champions, but we're super glad that we had the opportunity to catch up with you because they had a, some great stories and outlooks into their season, and we're excited to get to hear about your season too. Yeah, it was a, it was a good season. It was a fun season, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, before we get into any questions, we started off again with our others uh, on our last episode, and Cam was the one that kind of ran us through that. So, Cam, we'll turn it over to you, man. Yeah, so I I mentioned this last episode, but as a podcast, we kind of – our goal – one of our goals is to educate uh, fans of the sport about the the history of track and field and cross-country in North Dakota. So this, this game is, is a test for you, Jalen, but it's also kind of a reflection on how we've done at our jobs. Uh, so the, the game is we're going to see how many Class A girls state champs you can name in order from this year back as far as you can go. Okay. So, so are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Uh, why don't you start by uh, telling us who the 2022 North Dakota Girls Class A state champion was? Well, that was me. Yeah, um, so it was you. <laughs> and then last year was Megan Ford. And then the year before that was also Megan Ford. And then I think I think she won it again that other year. And then yes. I can't remember. I don't. I don't know past that. That's all I know. So you you got three Megan Fords correct, but there was actually somebody who won after Megan Ford and before you. Oh, Elaney. Duh. Yeah, Elaney. Last year she won. Yep. Okay. So it was me, Elaney, Megan Ford, Megan Ford, and then Megan Ford. Yes, correct. So I mean, well. This is a little bit of a, a, a tough one for you because I think, when did Watford City join Class A? I think uh, 2019, I believe. So, you know, a little bit unfair of us to, you know, we, we tried to keep it, in, you know, in line with the class that, that the school has been. So, I mean, past 20, 2018, 2019, you know, could you name any Class B girls state champs? I don't know. I can't remember that far back. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because so I I played it before I posed this game to to everybody. I I played it myself, you know, trying to remember back. And you know, you remember the names of the people who were maybe like contenders and stuff. But but I missed quite a few in there. I couldn't remember if you know, uh, you know, oh, did Hunter Lucas win this year or did he win the year after that? So, yeah, it, it, it's kind of an interesting uh, – uh, I, I thought it was uh, a fun and interesting game. Yeah. Uh, kind of cool to think about. Um, so the person who won uh, before Megan Ford the year before was Kelby Renis from Mandan. She's running at NDSU right now. Yep, I know that. For her was Carly Ackley from Grand Forks Central. Uh, the year before that, Maddie Shirley Fairbairn from Bismarck in 2014, 
uh, was Carly Ackley. So, you know, sometimes you have those, like they win, they don't win, and then they win again. You know, so it's, it's tough to keep track of. Um, so, but if you go, go back, you know, into the early 2010s, you know, you have a lot of people kind of like Megan Ford. So Taryn Lakowitzer from Fargo Davies won three in a row. Laura Raisler won two in a row. Uh, this girl from Minot High, Melanie Funky, two in a row. Kendra Lystad, two in a row. So a lot of repeat chance. I don't know. Oh, that, that's cool. Kind of interesting. Now, now you're getting back to before Jalen was born. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't expect you to know though, those ones. No. <laughs> uh, you did you did a really good job, Jalen. That was uh, you know, just as good as any of the other uh, state champs. So well done. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> uh so uh now that now that we have that game out of the way let's let's get down to to the serious stuff state champ uh how does it feel we got to talk to you at the border battle uh you were you know mentioned to us that your main focus was just staying positive and having fun um how do you think you did with that and then how did winning feel uh I, th- I mean, I, that's the one thing I always have tried to do. Like my junior year is like a really, really rough year for me. And I was just really negative. And I was at like a negative time, like in my life. And I just, I just didn't really care about running, if I'm be honest with you. I just didn't care. And so something this summer just kind of clicked in me. My dad, like he helped me a lot this summer, just like getting my hip fixed. Cause I, I was injured last year and like and it, that injury had just like, put so much on me and I was just like I don't know if I can do this anymore so this summer I started thinking of like or my dad started helping me get my hip fixed and stuff and then I was like you know if I can get this fixed like I know like what I'm capable of why waste that like why waste a talent that like God had given me why why waste that and so um I like went and worked out like every day of the week, like literally every day of the week, got my hip strengthened, like went to PT, like did everything I needed to do. And like, it finally got like fixed and healed up and strengthened. And so, I mean, just going from that to where I am now, like it just shows like, I'm not, I don't really know how to explain it, but like, it just, I just try to stay positive through it all because like, it's so hard. it's so easy to like be in a negative spot than it is to be in a positive spot, you know. So it's like you have to always think of the positive. You have to always like be like, okay, I can do this. Like, there, I might have some bumpy roads getting there, but I can get there, you know. And so that's what I was like thinking about for state. I was like, especially after WDA, like I was like I was really sick, and I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this first day in two weeks. So I was like. But I was like, you know what? Why am I thinking negative? Like, that's not how I should be thinking, you know? And so um, I just, I really stayed positive those two weeks. And I was like, I can do this. Like, I'll take zinc, like vitamins, do everything I need to do to get healthy. And um, so that's what I did. That's kind of what I was thinking about through it all and stuff too. So, Mm -hmm. So it was almost, you knew the fitness was there. You knew that your body was ready with the exception of being sick uh, right before state, but you trusted in your training, but it was more of the mind shift, like the mindset shift 
and being able to come into it with that attitude that really added some clarity and kind of helped you understand your why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I don't know, like with be, with last year and stuff, being injured and stuff, I just, I don't know. I seriously thought I was, I was like this close to quitting. It was, it was bad. My dad's like, you can't do it. You can't give up. And I was like, I want to dad. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't know if I can. And then he's like, he kind of was like, well, Jalen, just give me, he said, give me six weeks. And I was like, okay. He's like, if you give me these six weeks and we get your hip strengthened and healed up then please just try it. And so like I had the, in those six weeks, I started to love the sport all over again. I was like, dad, I love you. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, I knew, I knew I could do it. And then we are where we are now. So definitely very thankful for him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how important it is, is it for you to have uh, your dad and, and your sisters or just like just family around you to help, to help it's- you and believe in you? It's so nice. Like I could not imagine running like or having them by my side. Like it's just my mom's always screaming, fix your form or something. My form's just fine, but that's something she just I feel like something she just thinks she has to say for the support. But and my dad, um, he's just like he's been that coach. Like he's like he's a coach of a dad, but he doesn't do it to where it's like a bunch of pressure on us. He's always been um, he tries to let us like balance it out and stuff and but he he wants us to strive for better for greatness and he's really pushed us a lot and then with my sisters I mean my oldest the oldest one I only got to run with her for I think two years two years maybe no I don't know I gotta run with her for a while and then uh Haley as well and then like kind of going from running with them to not having them at all was very weird and very difficult. That's, that's kind of also what happened during my junior year too, was adjusting to not having like my sister, like even just one of them. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was something really hard for me to adjust to just cause like, our t- like I would be running with the boys, but it's not the same as running with your sisters. And like, we, we're very competitive so we can push each other but also be pushed like each other for like greatness instead of competitiveness as well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So your oldest sister, Kayla, ran at UMary, and then Haley is down at Mississippi State. And so do you guys talk a lot? So leading up to the state championship meet, were you guys, you know, texting back and forth? Were they giving you encouragement? And, um, you know, you just touched on it a little bit, but how did that help you as the season gets into those like gritty last couple of weeks where you're getting towards the end, you're running on empty. Did their motivation, like, were you in touch with them? And if you were like, how much did that help? Um, I'm not so much in touch with my oldest sister, Kayla. Um, but she did end up shooting me a big text, which was really nice and something I really needed at the time too. Um, and then Haley, me and Haley FaceTime almost every single night. And she was like, she's like, you're going to win. You're just going to do it. She was just like telling me all these things. And I'm like, Haley, you can't say that. Because if I do, that is me. Or if I don't, that is going to be so bad. And she's like, you're going to do it. So she just like pushed that, like she believed in me. And she, she uh, trusted that I could do it. So that kind of helped a lot too. So 
but it was really it kind of added a lot I was like Haley you can't say that <laughs> but yeah uh, why don't why don't you walk us through a little bit about the the WDA meet and um, kind of how that race panned out and um, I mean you talked about having to stay positive after that but um, you know the sick being sick like how are you feeling leading up to the race because before that you know the, the beginning of the season was was pretty much flawless. Uh, yeah, my. So I got, I was sick for about two weeks prior to the meet. Um, I ended up having to miss my knots meet because I was just super sick and that meet is my favorite. And I had to miss and it was, it was so sad. I was so mad about that, but I had to miss that meet. And then the next week was WDA. And so I was just like, you know, like I'm still sick, but I need to run this. I need to see where I'm at because I missed a week. Like I haven't been running that much, but I need to run. Like I need to get this meat like out of the way. And I kind of, in my mind, I was like, well, if I run this, this is gonna determine how state goes. That's what I had in my mind. And I was like, afterward, I was like, that is not, like thinking about it now, I was like, that is not a good mindset at all to have. But I was just kind of like, I don't know. And then, after me, I felt good. Like I woke up like with a sore throat, but I had tea, which ended up spilling all over the bus, but I had tea. <laughs> um, and so I drank some tea before it spilled and then um, my throat felt a little better. And then I kind of got into like warming up and stuff. And I was like, I, I feel fine. Like I should be fine. And then the race happened and then I had an asthma attack. And, I have not had one of those in about, um, I don't know how long, but I've, I've had asthma since I was two. Um, so that was kind of scary. And my mom was freaking out. She's Facebook live, like trying to find my inhaler and she was just like freaking out. I was like, Oh gosh. And at one point in the race, I was like almost walking. Like it was, I can't even remember. Like it was so bad, but you can see it. I went back and I looked on the Facebook live and you can see it. And I was like, but um, I ended up like finishing, I was, I was just hurting really bad. Like my chest was just so tight. Like I was like, I don't know. And so I was just like trying to like, you know, keep my head here instead of it like going everywhere else. Cause like the stake being in two weeks, like, and having your mind like going here and there, you can, it just like, it's so bad for your like health and stuff mentally and physically. Um, and then my coach comes up to me and then he's like, Jalen, he's like, you've grown so far. He's like, you knew you had a bad race and you took it as that. He's like, you're going to, you can do it for state. He's like, just stay positive. And like those little words, I was like, okay. And I kind of like, I was talking to my parents about it on the way home and stuff. And I was like, you know, the littlest, the littlest, tiniest things can just like switch your mindset just like that. And it's like, it's something like many people like need and you don't even realize it until like you know it happens or whatever but mm -hmm. so, yeah, do, so do you think the people watching that meet were just like what is going on like here you are you hadn't lost a race up until this point and the person that looks like they're going to be the lock for the state title is walking and having an asthma attack and spilled tea on herself like <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think everyone was just kind of like whispering back and forth like 
oh man, is she like what's happening happening to her? Was there a lot of that going on or not really? Or did people understand, no, this girl is super sick? Yeah, a lot of the runners like knew I was super sick and they're like, I I literally love all the girls that I run against. Like we are like almost like a family. It's almost like a little family we have. And they're like being super supportive and they're like, you know, like we understand like you're super sick. They're like, we're so proud of you for like doing this still even after you're sick and stuff. And I was like, I was I was really happy about that. Like how nice and sweet they are. And they're, they're all so comforting and stuff. But during the race, I mean, I don't know. You can tell some people kind of like look and like they're like looking, you know, confused. And I'm just like, but like, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't. I didn't hear anything, but you can see in people's eyes. You can tell when people are like, what's going on, you know? <laughs> so in other words, the people weren't spilling the tea, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm done. Cam, you asked the next question. Uh, I, yeah, I was just going to say, I think uh, to people who've never ran cross country, I don't think they realize how vulnerable of a sport it is, you know, because football or hockey, you have have a mask and pads and stuff like that or volleyball or soccer you know the fans are you know or basketball you know the fans are away from the the playing field but in cross country you literally have people like running in front of you sometimes yeah uh, you know and or they're right up next to you you know watching you know almost every single step of your of your you know, your most fatigued, tired, messy self, you know? So, um, it, I've had, I've had plenty of races like that where it's not going well. And, and even if people aren't saying anything, or even if they're not actually thinking, you know, like, Oh, this guy's having a tough day, you feel like they are because, because you're just out in the open and, you know, you're wearing short shorts and a, and a thin singlet, you know, or at least I, I always was. And that can, that can feel you can feel the weight of, of the eyes of everybody on you when it's not going well. So to, to, like you were saying, you know, to, to keep the focus forward and to not let your, your mind kind of ping around to all the possibilities of things that you don't actually know are going on or not is, is a really mature thing. And, and it, it does, it not only has fit physical, you know, benefits, uh, or it not only has mental benefits, but yeah, the physical effects of it, you know, are, yeah. are huge. So, um, that that's really cool that, that you have uh, a team, you know, family coaches that, that teach that and realize that and, and that you, you know, have like bought in into that as well. So, yeah. and, you know, it, you know, bouncing back like a, like a short, a short memory is, is key. So um, what, what point in like uh, your training or coaching, do you think the the mental aspects started to like click for you? Uh, are you talking like in this, like in general? Like, yeah, 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 just in general. Yeah, so it was definitely that summer, this summer, yeah, definitely this summer, because I just, as I was saying, I just didn't, did not really care, didn't really want to, and then, I mean, track season was fine for me, it was just more of cross-country season last year, but um track season went all right just not how I wanted it but um so I was just kind of more of like you know not really didn't really care and then uh this summer I was definitely something just like clicked like my dad talking to me and me having spending them six weeks 
plus the whole rest of the summer after that because I ended up finding the care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was, yeah, I guess it's definitely the summer for that. Um, Yeah, so leading into this cross-country season then, you are expected to be one of the heavy favorites and we've touched on it a little bit, but you had such a great start to the season. Was it ever too much pressure for you? Um, you know, you were always the one to watch coming into a race. Everybody kind of knew that. Um, we talked several times throughout the season about how we thought you were going to be one of the favorites to win the title. Did it ever get to be too much pressure? And like, what did you do during the season? Um, or did you need to do anything during the season to kind of like stay grounded or keep your mind off of it? Um, it was definitely a, definitely a lot. Um, but it wasn't something that I couldn't handle because of like where I was mentally, you know? Um, so I like, I always had my teammates saying, Oh yeah, Jalen, you're going to win this or you're going to win this. And I'm just like, guys, that's not how, that's not how I want to think about, like, I don't want to think about it going to the race. I never like think, am I going to win or lose? I always think let's finish this race and let's get a good time of what I want. Um, winning is obviously really fun and I enjoy it. So like, that's something I strive for, but I try not to think about it um, too much before the race, because if I do, then it puts a, it puts a lot of pressure on me. Um, and so I also wanted to do something that my sisters have never done, which is win a state title bit. And so my, um, my dad and mom talked about that a lot too. So that was kind of a little more um, stressful, but they didn't mean it in a, like to stress me out. They just meant it like to push me. Um, I think that's what everyone did, but it kind of did put a lot on me. So, but I was, I was kind of, I don't know, mentally, I was like, okay with it. Like towards the end, I was like, you know, I'm fine. Like, just don't think about it too much. You know, they, they just know like my potential. And like, I just try to like, think about the positive side of the whole situation. So, yeah. Jalen, you had a, have a very distinct racing style, hard from the gun, never looking back. Uh, Where did that come from? That, I, I hate, I, maybe it's just cause I'm a chicken, but I hated racing like that. Cause it was so, it's so hard. It's so hard. You get to two miles. And if, if you haven't broken everybody, then, you know, people just pass you and then you feel like terrible and you're getting passed. So why, why do you race that way every single time? It, it's, a, it's incredible. I love to watch it, but why? Um, I never used to do that either. My sophomore year, I'd always run out, um, I was always like, I would start slow and then speed my way up. And so then I tried that last year and it did not work for me. And then this year I was kind of like, I'm going to kind of go out faster this time and kind of see where I can get with it. And so then I did. And then um, I was, I don't know. I just, that's just kind of how I started racing. And that's, I couldn't tell, give you an exact reason to why I just like started racing, starting that way and then going with it so I don't really have a real reason for it (laughs) no yeah I mean sometimes sometimes I feel like having a reason for something means you're you're thinking 
about it too much like you're overthinking it you know sometimes you just got to go out and do it so I mean we we kind of noticed it last last season at state track we're like oh man this this girl's like going for it you know she's not afraid to just send it and see what happens so uh at state you know no surprises there you go out hard were you surprised though by how nobody seemed to go with you like the gap that you built uh so early in the race did that surprise you or were you unaware of of how badly you were crushing everybody (laughs) i i didn't know like how like far away everyone was from me like i was like you know i thought like you know bela was behind me like you know someone was there i thought that like for the first mile and a half I believe and then there's this loop and I was like I can't hear anyone I was like where is everyone and so then I kind of like during this loop I kind of like looked and I was like I know I'm not supposed to do this like this is against the rules in cross country but I'm going to look (laughs) so then I like looked and I was like where is everybody and I can see them like going through the trees and stuff still and I was like am I like winning this right now (laughs) I kind of like thought about that and I was like holy crap <laughs> and so then that was that was kind of a a booster for me in in the race but yeah so after the state championship we always joke because you win a state title it should be a huge deal but track and cross country gets so overshadowed track more so because the school year's pretty much done when you come back to school but cross country people just don't seem to appreciate it as much as say like if your school won like a football title or another sport. So did you get uh, like some recognition where people giving you high fives in the hallways and fist bumps or did it just kind of like get pushed under the rug like so many others? Um, it actually, everyone was really happy for me because I get an announcement every morning, like um, one of our, he was a uh, prom or homecoming king and he announces, does the morning announcements every morning. And so like every Monday he would announce, like, cause we always raced on like a Saturday um, or Friday or whatever. So he announced um, who like won and how well we did in the thing. And so everyone kind of like expected me to win, you know, because like he'd always announce like Jalen Ogle won uh, cross country meet and blah, blah, blah. And um, so, but when I, they're setting up a banner for me in the gym and then um, they're putting the plaque in the award stand, which I don't remember the last time there's been one in our schools. We, not many people like to do sports there anymore. It's kind of sad. So, but a lot of people were supportive of it at the school. So that was really cool. So, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. I thought um, that they're setting up a banner and stuff. And I didn't know that they were even gonna like do anything. So them doing that is actually really exciting for me. That's awesome, uh, Jalen. We <clears throat> talked to. I mean, when we talked to Bryn Hansen, you know, she said she's off to off to hockey season for her uh, uh, Austin and and uh, Brady. They both have NXR coming up. Uh, this weekend uh, what's next for you more running getting into track season basketball what's the what does the winter look like um just more running I was going to do uh NXR because that's this week right yeah. mm-hmm. yep 
Yep, that's this week. I was going to, and then the plan was that I wasn't even going to be home till Wednesday for Mississippi. So I was like, it's going to be hard to keep training while I'm in Mississippi. And then, um, you know, like be back and then have to leave again to South Dakota. Like it was just, it was a lot. And um, so I was like, you know, it's fine, dad. Like I'll just, um, just start training for track and stuff. So that's where we're at right now is training. <laughs> now, what, what is, sorry, Ryan, what, what does training look like for you in Watford city? A lot of treadmill, do you able, are you able to get much, outside? Pretty much the whole time I'm on the treadmill. Um, if it's not too cold, if it's not negative, then I'll go outside once in a while, but pretty much I'm on the treadmill the whole time. So <laughs> respect. So as far as, uh, looking at colleges, now you can say as much or as little as you want, uh, we don't want to push you into having to share anything you don't want to, or feel comfortable with yet, but you are a senior. Uh, so next year you will be uh heading off just tell us what's the recruiting process been like um you can tell us where you're looking if you want otherwise just kind of tell us about the whirlwind of getting letters and talking to coaches and what that experience is like um well i do know where i'm going and that's kind of a i'm revealing that on tuesday so that's yeah very exciting but um i Wait, I just blanked on what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Like, having the whole experience with getting to, like, go on college visits and, like, talking to these colleges was so exciting for me. I remember, like, every single time I'd get one, I'd send, like, the screenshot of it, to, to like, to my dad and stuff. And I was like, Dad, look, another one. Like, I'd just get so excited. And then I'd be, he'd go and he'd look at, like, all the stats for it. And he'd go, be like, reach back out to that school. You want to reach out to that school. <laughs> and then um, we kind of reached out to a couple of schools as well. And one of the schools ended up reaching out to my coach. Um, and then she never told me about it, which made me really upset, but um, kind of a good thing I reached out to them. So, but like being able to be part of that uh, process and stuff was, it was really fun and really cool. And I was like, college I have to do that next year like it was just so surreal once I was like there so yeah it was really it was a really good experience um but I definitely didn't know where I'm going I've already uh verbally signed but I'm doing the signing on Tuesday hopefully if the weather's good <laughs> very cool awesome. yeah so just tell us a little bit about um maybe some of your goals for track season so um, you're coming off this state title. You've got the momentum from that track, you know, didn't quite go as you wanted it to last year. You had mentioned. So what are you putting out there for goals for the upcoming season? Um, I haven't really thought about it too much, but I definitely want to get like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do the 800 or even the 400. Like I've always wanted to like be good at them, but I'm, Mid distance is not something for me. I do not like it too much. But I'm gonna um, focus on the mile and two mile, I think, and um, kind of just kind of just go out there and kind of do what I do. I guess I don't know. I don't really have much of a goal for it. I just I wanna 
uh, just train hard this winter and see where I'm at with it and stuff. So I don't really, I don't know. I'm trying, yeah. I try to, I don't know. I'll think about it more towards the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the time for goal setting, uh, more specific goal setting will come. Um, Jalen, we, we always like to ask our, <clears throat> our state champs in the two seasons that we've done the episode like this, uh, what is some advice that you would have to, to the younger athlete or maybe even the athlete that's your age or, or the older athlete for that matter? Uh, some advice from a state champ uh, when it comes to running, when it comes to life, school, you know, pretty much anything. Just what's your takeaway from the season and how would you tell that to somebody else in a way that could maybe improve their life? Um, I would definitely say balance, balance out, um, different things like school, running, um, friends, family, you know, all of that has a big impact into running and into who you are. So make sure you are hanging out with the right crowd because that also has a really big impact on you are who you hang, are, hang out with. That's kind of what I like to say because it, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. Um, and then also just like, don't ever like give up, you know, don't like, no matter how hard it gets, it'll get hard. Running's a hard sport, you know, so don't ever give up no matter what. Um, I don't know. That's kind of, kind of it. No, that's, that's great words of advice. And you had a, you know, a phenomenal season, but even in what I love about it is even when you're having everything going your way, like you're still going to run into hiccups. Very rarely can anyone or any team have a season where you go untested the entire way. And so oh, yeah. to, to see you bounce back from a tough WDA meet uh, to becoming a state champion and the first one for Watford city in quite a while. And the first one in your family, that is so cool and so excellent. So congratulations. We're really excited for you. Thank you. Jalen, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it is it's, it's really fun to talk to you. The uh, positivity that you always bring to, to running and uh, how you approach your life is, uh, is, is exciting. And it's, it's encouraging for me. So thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you guys.